Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9-to-5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is... Be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into the business in the first place? What if you found a way to implement what we're talking about today? And how can I get my business to the next level? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Boom shakalaka. All right, dude. So we're on to, uh, we're continuing actually, right? We're going to finish up the 15 obvious truths that we forget too often. I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to finish them today. You know, we got through eight so far. We are on to number nine. Just really quickly, we talked about... Uh, if you want to go back to the last two episodes of the podcast, you can listen to what we talked about, numbers one through eight, but just really quickly, we'll go over four through eight. Number four, success is unlikely without failure. Number five, well, ignorance is equal to fear or knowledge is equal to confidence. You have the choice. Number six, get away from judgment and criticism and into curiosity start thinking about what it is that you want to do right open your mind open the mind like the uh, matrix style right just plug it in the back man i know kung fu if only right (laughs) and number seven versatility is the key to emotional mental and financial success yes it is and number eight the easy button shortcuts and workarounds are not the solution if you try to skip a step, you will trip, right? Don't wish that it was easier. Wish that you were better, Jim Rohn. Number nine. And on to number nine now. Number nine, it is too soon to tell. What does that mean? Things are going to happen. Things are going to happen, good or bad. But oftentimes, some you know, instead of dwelling on it and trying and letting it take you down the wrong path when something bad happens, you got to replace the good or bad with you know what it's too soon to tell right i don't know why my car stalled at the red light it's too soon to tell maybe it's because if i had gone on that green light the other car that ran the red light would have crushed me yeah that happened to you once right so it's too soon to tell i don't know what's gonna happen not that you got crushed by the car but that you that stalled i stalled out. yeah <laughs> back back when you had the third uh pedal there the clutch yeah oh man (laughs) they don't make cars like they used to they don't they don't so i mean so when you're thinking about things that happen in your business things that go wrong rather than thinking this is the end this is this sucks this is horrible just add that to your day you know what it's too soon to tell that deal fell out you know what it's too soon to tell um we got a buddy that uh he had a whole mess of problems with somebody he hired 
And the guy ended up ripping him off and taking clients from his particular office. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything went to crap on that end. But he ended up meeting somebody else who was through that connection, through that error, through that downside in his business. He ended up meeting somebody else that ended up becoming his partner and helping him do a bunch of great things. So it's too soon to tell, right? You don't know that a particular situation is the end all be all type problem. It's just too soon to tell. You never know when one door closes, another door opens, right? For sure, for sure. And also you have to look at the different opportunities that each obstacle brings as well. One of the obstacles that another business partner of ours has faced is not being able to place business in certain places because of bad relationships. And so they look at this thing and they're like, okay, so what did I learn from this? What did this do? And so he changes his business practices in order to be able to place that business where he needs to place it. It's too soon to tell. So think of examples from your life that prove it, right? And then adopt it into your psyche. Don't judge each day by the harvest that you reap, but by the seeds you plant, right? The harvest is the end result. If you're constantly planting new seeds and you're constantly uh cultivating what it is you're doing you're improving your skills you're improving your knowledge base you're gaining the confidence what happened today might have been a temporary setback it's just too soon to tell you learn from these mistakes you fail forward you continue moving in the direction that you want to move in and you will get to where you want to go right that was a robert louis stevens right robert louis stevens don't judge each day by the harvest you reap but by the seeds you plant that's a really good saying. I it like is, that right? one a lot. <clears throat> Man. All right, number 10. Number 10. Narcissistic injury, which is perceived threat to your esteem or self-worth, should not be your theme song, your story, or your thing. So stop taking everything so personal, right? It's not all about you all the time. This is your ego trying to manifest its, manifest itself, right? Your ego is trying to make it all about you when it has nothing to do with you you want to be relevant this is why we post our selfies on our facebook right Mm -hmm. this is why we post on our story to try and get as many likes as we can right we want the attention even if we say we don't want the attention we kind of want a little bit of attention we're trying to make it about us this is the ego trying to help make ourselves relevant no one cares about you that sucks right nobody cares about you let me finish more than you care about yourself. <laughs> right? Wait for it. Wait for it. Right? No <laughs> one cares about you more than you care about yourself. And that's just the, that's just the plain simple truth. The world revolves around me. It always does. And if you understand that your client thinks the same way that the world revolves around them and you make things relevant to them, they're going to like you. <laughs> right. Right. I mean when when you think about it, you always think about the problems that are affecting you the most. You always think about the issues that are affecting you the most, whatever challenges that you're facing, whatever is going on in your day, you're thinking about the stuff that's affecting you the most. And that's why you say nobody cares about you as much as you care about yourself. Nobody cares about your problems as much as you care about your problems. Nobody cares about the things that you're facing as much as you do. So turn that around for your clients, care about it, You're not going to care about it at the same level, but at least try to care about it or show that you care about it as much as they do, and you're going to win them over, and they will be loyal. This this is one of the reasons why 
politics, race, religion, those things get so heated because everybody wants it to be their thing, right? This is my side, politics, right? Democrat, Republican, whatever. This is my side. This is me, me, me. This is how we believe. This is us, right? This is me. You're wrong. Same thing with race. Same thing with religion. You know what? And ultimately, uh, to quote a country song, I believe most people are good, right? Mm -hmm. I, I believe for the most part, most people are good. They don't go around with the intention of hurting people. Most people, right? Nobody really sure. goes around trying to hurt everybody. They're trying to better themselves, and mm -hmm. so as long as you understand that, you know, most people are good until they're asked to take a side on an ego driven topic, right? Stroke the little ego, give that perception of, of your self-worth or your esteem into a subject. And all of a sudden it can get heated like that. Really quick. You said most people are good, right? And they are trying to do better for themselves. I think that that's absolutely true. Our job as business people to be of service to others is to take that extra step and not just be trying to improve ourselves but trying to improve the people around us at the same time yeah for sure and it even comes down to how you converse with people think about how many times you use the word i me my mine right we this is all things directed towards you right to the to the good looking guy with two thumbs hey this hey. guy right that's what we're talking about you know when you're having a conversation and you you find yourself using words like i me my and all the other ones that are that are pointing the, the conversation in your direction that's why a lot of times if you find yourself in a conversation that you're doing all the talking it's probably not really a good conversation for everybody else Right? Or for the other person that you're talking to. Or at least the other people. Yeah, the other people you're talking you definitely to. definitely want to practice that active listening. You, Yeah, for sure. And you can use talking scripts like the Ford script, family, occupation, recreation, dreams, questions that you're asking the other person. You're asking the other person about their family, about their recreation, about their dreams, about their occupation. Right. You are guiding a conversation with questions and a good conversation is hardly about you. A good conversation is all about the person that you're conversing with. Keep the topics on them. Keep the questions on them. And you will see that not only do they like you, they'll probably learn to love you and refer you. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if I had a conversation with you and all I did was talk about me, man, we had a great conversation. Right. Yeah. At least you think so. <laughs> <laughs> all right number 11 number 11 have an attitude of gratitude even on the worst days even on the worst days i mean your this goal is so this is a tough one for this a lot one, of people this was a tough one just i mean speaking of me this is a tough one for me have an attitude of gratitude even on the worst days i personally tend to shut in and like lock myself away when i'm having a bad day Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not a I'm Me not too. a go out and conversate with anybody, right? But when I shut myself in, I also shut myself out. And yeah. and that takes away from the things that I could be doing. I could be sending emails, I could be picking up the phone, I could be doing productive activities that are money making right mm -hmm. that are helping me move forward but i tend to not do that and and you know those hard times are going to hinder me depending on you know and 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 i i struggle with with it more or less than other people some people they wake up in the morning if it's cloudy like their day's ruined oh forget you about know? it if it's sunny their day's ruined it, it's a weird thing you can't let those those types of things ruin your day right be grateful that you have an opportunity to help someone i mean 
that is what we're in business for. We're in business to be of service to somebody else. So if you can't get it over yourself, I mean, if you can find a way to get over your own thing, you're going to find it usually by being of service to someone else, right? When you're struggling, when you're struggling with your day, helping someone achieve something in their day, you'll find how uplifting that's going to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there is something to be said about mental health and depression and all of these things you do absolutely have to take care of yourself and you know get the help that you need but when you have that empowerment when you do have those those moments of realization where you actually can physically get up and do these things these are the things that are going to help you take it to the next level find that find that joy in helping somebody else and that's going to boost your day. Yeah, it will. I mean, it, it definitely is. Remember, you're the best there is at solving that particular problem that that person is dealing with. If you're a real estate agent, you're the best at solving the problem at helping someone buy, helping someone sell, right? Your attitude of gratitude will be amplified the more you help people solve their problems. And the revenue will follow, right? The more people you can help be of service to, the more problems you're going to solve and the more money you're going to make. So be grateful that you have the opportunity to help somebody. Even on a bad day, find a way to help somebody. It's amazing how a little bit of giving in a situation when you're feeling like like you've been out of it, like you have nothing to do, nothing to help you get through the day, give a little something, give a little bit of your time, maybe even give a little bit of money, maybe buy a coffee for somebody, pass it forward, do something like that. And you'll see how quickly your day turns around. Karma is quick, I think, when it comes to helping your attitude change. May not be quick on coming back and getting someone for cutting you off, but you know, but as far as getting your attitude adjustment, you know, giving something uh, moving in the positive direction, helping someone else, that's going to help shape your day going forward. Definitely, definitely. I mean, just doing little things for somebody else will absolutely make you feel good. All right, moving on to number 12. Purpose <clears throat> is better than passion. Purpose, right? And and it's okay to not love your work. This is, this is one of those weird ones, though. You know, it's okay to not love your work. Um, love the end result of what your work provides for you and your family. Remember when we were digging that, uh, when we were at the, the Euclid house and we wanted to put a retaining wall in the front? Yeah, yeah, Dude, I remember. We had to grab shovels and we started digging and we were out every morning for like two hours digging, moving dirt, picking up through roots. Like we did it by hand. Yeah. And digging I mean- sucks. Yeah, it does, but... Building the retaining wall and lifting all those bricks sucked. The physical part of it was hard, but let me tell you, there was a lot of satisfaction that came out of that. Every time you drove by the house afterwards, you're like, yeah, I built that. We did that. Right? That's how it makes you feel. Purpose is is better than passion, and that's how it is with pretty much anything you do in the business. Anything that you're involved in, there is work that sucks, Right. Mm. That nobody wants to do, but it's doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and doing it at a high level. The results that you get from the work that you put in on a daily basis, those are there, there is no measure for that. You're going to feel good helping more people. You're going to feel good accomplishing those goals that you want to reach. You're going to feel good cashing those checks that you have at the end at the end of the month. You're going to have you're going to feel good taking that money and investing it in something that gives you cash producing that is a cash, cash producing, producing asset, right? And you're going to feel good when you no longer have to work for your money. Your money's working for you. 
purpose is better than passion. Get down, do that nitty gritty, that work, right? It's not vacation. It is work. It does require extra hours. It does require your dedication. It does require your focus, but purpose is better than passion. For sure, for sure. Another one of our coaching clients, uh, one of our agents, was talking about their purpose and their passion when they're out there making those cold calls because you know those calls, they suck, right? Even if they're warm leads, even if you have an idea already of who you're going after and what the business is and, you know, yeah, it's, you just it's a don't warm always want to make calls. You don't want to make those calls, but they have a little picture of their family right there on their desk. And if they're on the field, they have a little picture of their family in their visor of their car. And when they have those rough moments, they go into their car, they sit down at their desk, they take a look at that picture, and it just reminds them, this is my purpose, this is why I'm doing this. And it just gives them the little boost that they need to take that next step. Pick up the phone again, knock on that next door, keep going, right? You know, I was listening to Gary Vee not too long ago, and he was talking about uh, the difference between doing something you love and then doing something that earns you a good revenue. And I, I liked his argument for this section too. He was like, what if you, you know, what if you had to compare the two things? If What if you were doing what you love to do on a daily basis, but you only made $30,000 a year, or you did something that you hated every single day, but you were making $100,000 a year? You know, what that monetary difference is the thing that you need to look at. Right? If you're looking at that monetary difference and it's justified because you're happy every single day, then cool. Do that thing that you love to do that's only making you $30,000. The problem is don't complain about not having money because you get to do what you what you want to do on a daily basis. Right, right. Right? If you don't <clears throat> want to if if you want to earn more money, you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. Right. But you're going to have to still do still do them at a high level. There's nothing wrong with making thirty thousand dollars a year and being absolutely happy. That's great. You know, I mean, by all means, continue. If you're happy with the lifestyle, if you're happy in your life, keep doing that. Nobody's telling you to go out and make a killing, force yourself to do something you don't want to do. What we are saying is understand that purpose is better than passion, that it's okay to not love the work, but to still do the work. If your goal is to earn that kind of revenue, that's it, right? Well said. Very right. well said. Number 13. All right. Number 13. Talking about work is not the same as work. Oh, oh man. Does this kind of go back a little bit? Let's see. We had number three, which was being busy is not the same as being productive. Well, talking about work is not the same as as doing the work right so yeah. getting ready to get started maybe taking action when you finally feel inspired after you're posting your thoughts on your blog or your facebook or pinterest none of that counts as being purposeful right it's called work because it requires effort so know the difference between thinking about doing and then doing something about it right being uncomfortable the is the result uh, is where the results happen the results happen after being uncomfortable right talking about you know, let's say it's the beginning of the year, you make a New Year's resolution, right? All oh, too often, yeah. we have the New Year's resolution <clears throat> of, I'm going to get in shape, right? I'm mm -hmm. going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out. The gyms suck in January. In the first two weeks. Oh, right? yeah. They terrible. suck. Everybody's there. Everybody <laughs> thinks that they're going to turn their life around. Um, and, and they talk about it. But doing the work is different 
from talking about the work. The problem sure. with saying you're gonna that your New Year's resolution is gonna be the next thing is that when you post it on Facebook and you say that you're gonna do it, everybody gives you all the hurrahs, yay, thumbs yeah, up, like, job. yeah, awesome, keep at it, you're the best, and your ego is getting all that instant gratification that it needs, rather than not saying a word, go to the gym every single day for the next six weeks down the road and then post a before and after picture maybe six months down the road of what you look like at the beginning of the year what you look like now and your news resolution is working right there's a big difference between the effort that you put in and the result you got compared to just talking about it just or if you want to translate that to financial terms Take a picture of your bank account at the beginning of the year and your bank account in the middle of the year. Right. <laughs> Before and after Before pictures. Before and after. Same thing. And let's see if you can get there, right? But but the results come after the uncomfortable part. So if you're talking about the gym, right, and you're doing push-ups, I think I used this analogy before, right? You're For doing sure. push-ups. When the burn starts, that's not when you stop. That's when you push through. You push through the burn because that's the uncomfortable part. The results, the shaping of your body, the burning of fat comes when you reach these uncomfortable positions. The same uncomfortable level happens in business. You're uncomfortable picking up the phone. You're uncomfortable knocking on a door. These uncomfortable things are the things you need to do on a daily basis. I guarantee you, if you were to dedicate two to three hours a day, not even the whole, not to be uncomfortable the whole day, just two to three hours a day of being just uncomfortable. In other words, doing those things that make you uncomfortable, picking up the phone, knocking on the door, following the scripts, perfecting your skills, learning while you're earning. If you do these things for two to three hours a day, your life would be so much different. I don't care if you're talking about gym. I don't care if you're talking about business. I don't care if you're talking about finance. The success comes after being uncomfortable. If you can if you can stand being uncomfortable for a longer period of time, you're going to be successful. Yes, sir. Push past the ego. Push past the burn. Make it hurt. Make it happen. That's right. All right, number 14. Number 14 reminds me of a text message that I need to send. <laughs> Apologize, even if you don't think you're wrong. I've been long and I've been married long enough to know that you always apologize, even if you don't know what you did. Right? A proper apology consists of admitting what went wrong, apologizing for stress or hurt feelings caused, and promising not to inflict the same pain in the future. That's and a real actually apology. having a real intention of fulfilling that promise yeah yeah i mean not just <laughs> saying let's the make words sure, yeah let's make sure we make that clear it's not just saying that it's actually having that intention as well right and and taking some action in that in in that direction right apologize yeah, even if you, you don't think you're wrong and and that's part of being humble right i mean you want to work with people who who are honest and have some integrity and nothing really says that i have uh, that i'm honest or i have integrity as admitting to when i made a mistake right sure and that's 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 huge that uh, that's a huge part of your ego that you're setting aside there to admit when you made a mistake you know hey mr seller you know what i i thought we can get this property sold at this price unfortunately the market is changing you know i made a mistake i do want to make sure that you get your home sold how about we reposition this home on the market so that it better reflects what the buyers are looking for today right admit to it and understand that you made a mistake it's okay to make mistakes mm -hmm. people make mistakes all the time right sometimes you order cabinets from lowe's and they're the wrong color <laughs> <laughs> right 
it personal happens. experience. It happens, right? Apologize for the mistake and move on from that section, right? Even if you don't <clears throat> think you're wrong. Even if you don't think you're wrong, you're going to find that most of the times when you're accepting the things that you went wrong, you're admitting to the mistakes you've made, you can't really have an argument after that. You've already admitted after that the person who's arguing is going to feel bad for arguing because you've already admitted your mistake. I have already messed up. So what are they going to do? They're going to keep pounding you into the dirt. You no. already you already admitted. You're right. I'm wrong. You're right. I'm wrong. You're right. I'm wrong. You're right. You're absolutely right. You know what? <laughs> I 100% agree with you. I should have done it your way. I made a mistake. I apologize. How do we correct this? That's... That's the real question right there and having that communication. How do we correct it? All right. Lastly, number 15. Forgive even if no one has apologized. Look, holding a grudge expends so much energy. It's better. Uh, your energy is better spent producing the results you want instead of the feelings that you don't. Feelings are the things that are going to stop you. Right, These bad feelings are going to prevent you from moving on to the next level. You're not going to be able to be of service to the next person if you're being held back by that grudge or that previous call or that previous incident that's holding you back. Don't become a victim of, a, a, don't become an eternal victim, better said, right? Don't be a victim forever. Anything that happens to you, every, you know, are you the type of person who things happen to, right? It's always mm-hmm. somebody else's fault. I'm all, you know, they should have done something different. Point all those fingers back at yourself. You'd be surprised how that humble, how that, that's such a humbling experience and the grudges tend to go away. You know what? That was my fault. I, I take that, you know? Yeah. No worries. People are going to want to hang out with you. <laughs> For sure. No, I mean, the, this, this point reminds me of another one of our clients who had a disagreement with one of his business partners I don't I think it was after a baseball game or something like that and I mean they got into it. They got into it and they were fighting and I mean like really really just not just it was a bad situation. Uh but these two guys neither one of them from what he told me neither one of them ever actually apologized to the other. Hmm. They just decided, you know what? We're moving on from this. We're moving point. on from this. Yeah. We it happened. It, we're it done. happened. We got out what we needed to. We're done. We move on. Yeah. So that's Right to that point is forgive even if no one has apologized. And and it's definitely you'd be surprised, man. I've I've heard of grudges lasting years. Oh yeah, years, right? I and, you know I I make fun of some of these grudges where I'm like, you know, you you have a family member that you don't want to talk to after a while, loan them some money. If they don't pay them back, you'll you'll never hear from that person again. Right? That's right. <laughs> it's That's a cheap right. way to get rid of a problem. I think, I think we've talked about that on right? the podcast so, before. <laughs> you know, but you know. Those grudges, though, those are awkward. Now, anytime you have family meetings or anytime you you see this person in public, like it's a weird feeling. You don't want to live that life of having those awkward situations when people show up. Yeah, that's my primo, but that's that guy. Yeah, yeah. Screw that guy. I don't like him. <laughs> right? You don't want to have that feeling. That's, that's just going to hold you down. Right. I don't want anything holding you down in your business. I want to make sure that you have all the skills necessary to succeed in your business. And the only way you're really going to get that is to have a conversation with someone who's going to keep you accountable to the things that you need to do on a daily basis. You know what it is that you need to do. Right. You know that it's work. You know that your purpose is better than your passion. You know what things make you uncomfortable. 
you need to help you need to have a little bit of guidance to help get you to the next level so make sure you guys go to our website www.csfirst.com that's s-i-a-s-f-i-r-s-t.com and make sure you schedule your free coaching call it's up in, it's up in the upper right hand corner that's the only way that you're going to take your business to the next level i i 100% encourage that you go to our podcast you listen to previous episodes especially the other three parts of uh, the 15 craziest obvious truths that we forget too quickly I mean really reflect back on what's going on in your life how do you how are you what things are you going to do to make your life better going forward and of course you can join the conversation on twitter at business bros pod or you can send us emails Hernan at csfirst.com or james at csfirst.com but other than that that's all we got for you guys today peace bye bye and i'm out